0: This week's episode of Life Planning 101 originally aired in 2018. Please enjoy. Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Community Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101.
1: Welcome in live planning one hundred and one on this marvelous Monday morning. As usual, we have Angela Kennedy Robinson with us. Good morning, Angela. Good morning, good Monday morning. I know we've uh, been off track for a few weeks, but you know we talked um, back in October about. You know, having all these messes that tax reform could help you clean up. Right? We were talking, laughing about clean up on aisle three, <laughs> and so kind of want to revisit that today. And I, I'm specifically talking to business owners today because this is this is a big thing that we're seeing. We've been seeing it for a few years, and it, of course, it, it was more troublesome a year ago to get out of these kind of messes than it was today um, under tax reform. But you know, a lot of businesses. have have what's called a buy sell agreement if there's a partnership or if there's multiple owners um, even people that don't have a partnership or you know multiple owners there's some buy sell in place to usually take over a business if the spouse doesn't have anything to do with it or yada yada so you know the question is is mine in good health and is my funding in Good Health. And I, I want to start out by telling you a story today, and it's about a, a gentleman named Joe. He and his partner, Mike, started a very successful business several years ago, and like most partners they loved working together but they dreaded the thought of working with each other's spouses. Absolutely. <laughs> so it are, be, kids? are the kids or anybody, right? And so, you know, and, and we find that a really common thing. You know, owners can laugh about it when their spouses are in the room, but we make sure and keep quiet when the spouses come in the room. But you know that it is true because I don't think anybody wants to be in business with, you know, dead weight. And I don't mean that in a bad, bad way. But you know, if you don't know anything to be able to contribute to that business and help that business pick up where you know your spouse left off, you know, you got to ask yourself: Am I really doing it harm, or am I doing it good to get out? And is it doing it good for me to get out? So, you know, Joe and his partner Mike were in that same situation. So, like most business owners, the first place they go is there. CPA. And so they went to their CPA, and their CPA said, Okay, yes, um, it would be good to do something. You need to go to your attorney. And get it set up. So they went to their attorney and they wrote up this buy sell agreement. And the attorney did a great job with the buy sell agreement. Um, you know, had clauses in there about how the business was going to be valued because that's often an issue. Another topic for another day. <laughs> but, you know, that's a big deal. And then, um, you know, what would happen at death? What would happen at disability? Lots of times the attorneys even leave that one out. And he said, and by the way, you know, you guys need to find a way to fund this. And the most appropriate way to fund buy sell agreements is via insurance right it's the cheapest way to fund buy sell agreements because just imagine if you lost your business partner and all of a sudden you have to keep the business afloat pay off his spouse right hire someone to replace him you know where's that cash m- flow right cash flow and it, if it just so happens to be you're in an environment like 2008 when lending is impossible when all this happens how does that look so you know it can get worse and worse and worse so his attorney did a great job by telling him that so you know Mike knew a guy that was an insurance agent and went to college with him he said you know let's just let's just go to him and he sold him some insurance. And so they bought everything they were told to set, and they thought they were, they were in good shape. But the question was, were they? And with that, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to tell the rest of Joe and Mike's story. You're not going to want to miss because it turned out to be a tax nightmare. And welcome back in segment two already, Angela. You have a tax nightmare on your hands. Yes, or that or, or did yes, yes, did you know? And so we we're talking about a story about two partners, and you know they set up this buy sell agreement. They thought they did everything right, you know, to be able to take care of a spouse or a disability event. They went and bought the insurance. Well, ten years to the date, last year, Joe died. So it was it was up to the test, right? This right. life insurance policy was it actually going to fund things? Was it going to do things right? Was this buy sell going to work? Well, the buy sell worked great it did what it was supposed to do the business was valued so Joe's spouse had a valuation that uh, Mike was supposed to buy his shares for 2.8 million dollars and so that was all in good hands um, there was a million and a half of life insurance and that's how much the company had grown which also shows another issue some people don't go back and revisit <laughs> you know, know that a lot. yeah revisit those needs so you know their business grew uh, in value a lot over that time frame, which, you know, that's usually why you're in business. So I hate to say you probably need to get that reviewed. But, you know, that wasn't really just the only problem. What ended up happening is Joe paid the wife off. He, he was able to go get lending because it was last year. You know, so you had banks were great. A lot of times that can be a big risk. And, you know, banks may or may not lend to you. Sure. And it may be not favorable if they even do lend to you. So, you know, that happened. But the big thing was is Joe was actually a little surprised when he goes to file his taxes because what do we always know about life insurance death benefit? Tax-free. It's supposed to be tax-free, right? Right. Wrong. Not in this situation. It wasn't set up appropriately.
0: Ownership, not right, or Is that the issue?
1: So there's this little bitty law that was put back in uh, 2006, and most insurance agents don't know about it. Uh, most attorneys don't know about it unless all they do is buy-sell agreements, and it's very hidden, and it's called 101J, okay, and 101J says that you have to supply the person that's being insured notice that you're going to insure them and get a permission to insure them if it's business-owned insurance, right? Second thing is, is you have to notify the IRS on an annual basis that you own this policy on the insured and if you do not notify them on an annual basis you are not 101 j compliant so here's your clue are you sending notifications to the irs we see these left and right i've I've never seen one that was in that sad wow never seen one that was okay so they were at this risk right they had you know all this happened well here's what ended up happening i wrote down the numbers Joe ended up paying six hundred and ninety-seven thousand five hundred dollars in taxes on these benefits that were supposed to be tax-free to the company, right? So one point five million is reduced by that. Now the amount he has to go get from the bank is really one point nine nine seven. So he had to get yeah, two separate, yeah, had to get get two separate loans. But it gets worse than this because of the way the buy sell was set up. Joe's wife also paid taxes on the money that she received. So there was a double taxation. She paid $658,070 in taxes on selling her stock. So I want you think, a lot of people say, well, how's that possible? So let me lay this out for you. You've got shares in a company for $2.5 million, and the owner wants to buy that out. Well, if he receives proceeds that are taxed Taxable, not non-taxable, the company's going to pay taxes on those proceeds. That shouldn't have happened, but it did happen. Secondly, Joe is buying out the wife's shares, right? So if he's buying out the wife's shares, whatever her basis was in the business, which was virtually nothing... Right then versus the current value of those shares, she's going to pay taxation when she sells. Think about if you own stock. It works no different, right? If you have stock that you bought for $10 and you sell it for $20, you are going to pay taxes on 10 bucks. Yep. So she paid taxes on virtually $2.8 million. So here's the thing. That $1.5 at the end of the day was reduced... about 1.3 million is that not a tax nightmare 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 it didn't do anything it was supposed to do and you know the thing is is you know how many of us are in that circumstance how many of us don't know if we're in that circumstance if we're our buy sell agreement isn't in line or the 101j isn't in line and that double taxation should have been avoided absolutely but really there should have been no taxation in this transaction and the second part to this wasn't 101j the second part was just bad design of how the life insurance was owned if it was owned differently there would have never had any of this happen and so, the one point five would have truly been <laughs> one point five million and less than that burden. So, you know, the good news is is that Joe's wife was out of Mike's hair, obviously. Right. right. So there there's good news. There's a silver lining in all of this. But Mike owes a lot of money to the bank currently. And uh, I tell you what, you know, we've we've been having a lot of market volatility. You know who the first person calling in is? Mike. Mike. Right, why? <laughs> he's a little bit more concerned than he used to be. Right. Right, do you think that's what he meant to happen? Absolutely what do you What do you think that stress is doing to his business?
0: Probably hurting it very it, much. Yeah, it is and hurting it. he still it. had to replace Mike.
1: Uh, there, yeah, he had to replace Joe, absolutely. Uh, Joe, so sorry, yes, yeah. He had to replace Joe, and that took two employees, by the way. So, and he's still not extremely pleased with what he's got going on in that situation. So, and... By the way, Mike was wanting to retire in the next couple years. Not happening. It's not happening now. Isn't that horrible? So when we come back, we're going to talk about some things you probably need to be looking for in your business to make sure you don't have a tax nightmare if the worst were to happen. Final segment, Life Planning 101. Angela, you have all kinds of great information. Yes. <laughs> I, if all good. You but... know, you're looking at me kind of scared. And it, it is some scary information that we're talking about today, but that's why we're talking about it, right? And I think this just goes to prove, you know, having a quarterback, having someone that actually understands a bigger picture. Because in Joe and Mike's situation, you know, we're talking about business succession planning, Right. They went to their CPA, they went to their attorney, they went to their insurance agent. So shouldn't this have been done right? And was it really the fault of any one of them? No. No. It was the fact of the lack of knowledge of what was going on, the lack of oversight that someone, communication. the communication, nothing was being brought together. Um, nobody knew about you know, current laws because that wasn't their specialty. You know, I'm, I'm a big believer in specialists. I really am, and I know that may sound crazy, but I think, you know, it's like if you go to a surgeon for every problem that you have, what's gonna be the answer every time? Surgery. Surgery. Does that mean that you really need surgery? That's why you get second opinions. That's, yeah, that's why you get <laughs> second opinions. That's why you have a family practitioner to tell you should you go to the surgery, yes. should you go to someone else? You know, and the thing is is that we do that with our finances too. So we go to the surgeon all the time thinking that's what we need but in reality we don't know what we need. We really needed to back up and go to that family practitioner so they could say, let's pick the specialist that needs to be uh, you know, picked up and talked about here. You know, in our situation, obviously we don't write buy sell agreements. Right. Obviously, we don't prepare taxes or file the 101J notices, right? But we know enough to know, hey, we need to get this specialist that all they do is buy sales, did over 300 buy sales last year, and they know their business so well that they're going to give us a guideline, even if you decide to use another attorney that we've got that person to be able to go to and say is this set up right what are we missing what steps do we need to take what needs to happen here right and I think you know that's often a missing piece because we just try to do things the cheapest fastest easiest way and usually we think well I could just go to my so-and-so for that yeah the so-and-so you had there's a good chance that if you're in a case like this you've outgrown that so-and-so doesn't mean that you may not even be able to use them we've done that several times where we've actually used a current professional but we've had to advise the current professional on what to do or how to do it you know because they needed that quarterback you know if you have and i'm not here to pick on insurance agents for example but i because i am one (laughs) um but if you think about it if you have an insurance agent are they really going to know everything legally that should happen to avoid that double taxation? Are they tax specialists or are they tax professionals? No, it's not a one-size-fits-all. No, it's not. And they can't know everything. We can't know everything. That's why we surround ourselves with some of the best people out there and we make sure that we've got access to all of them and we get we get second opinions and third opinions on everything that we look at everything that we do are we looking at this right are we missing something what holes are we have you know in our office when you come in we don't have Angela's clients or Jim's clients or Aaron's clients or Brett's clients we work one entire book of business together for our families and you think about all those minds that are concentrated on all these various topics coming in a room together and brainstorming for that client there's a lot that hits right there you know before we even outsource it to that tax attorney and say what else are we missing? Or the CPA, what else are we missing? You know, one of the first things that we typically do when we have a tax return come in um, is we go through it, but then we also send it off to someone who doesn't do taxes. All they do is more tax planning. We do a ton of tax planning, but we don't know everything. We can't know everything. Einstein said the tax code is the hardest thing to ever understand, right? So, you know, you think about it, and this 101J is proof of that, that there are issues in it. And I'll be real honest, you know, agents in particular in this situation, we have struggled hard with this because they feel like they didn't do anything wrong and they tried to defend themselves. Well, they didn't do anything wrong. They may not have known what they were doing wrong, but the client doesn't understand that, obviously. So don't blame your agent, okay? Don't blame your CPA. Maybe they're not knowledgeable enough. It's probably, and I hate to say this, your fault that you're trying to use the same people you've always used and you've outgrown those people. You need someone to be able to help you from a bigger picture point of view that knows more about your success. You know, we always think we always talk about we deal with success issues, you know, people that are successful. People often ask, and I heard this brought up there. Oh, they deal with people that are rich. No, we really, really don't. (laughs) We, We don't. We don't deal with the Donald Trumps of the world. We deal with people that are successful, though. Because they're the ones that are struggling with all of these complicated issues that you just can't go to a surgeon and get the answer for holistic medicine. It doesn't work that way, right? And so you've got to think about how are you puzzling all that together and what fits where and when and how. And I think that's the biggest thing, um, you know, with businesses. Buy-sell agreements, I'll tell you, I read them. I don't understand them well, so the first thing I do is send them to the attorney that we have on retainer to say, hey, and he's the one that does over 300 cases a year of buy-sells, so do you think he knows that business? Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit, right? So we send it off to him and say, "What what's this missing? And, you know, unfortunately, if you go to an attorney that, you know, doesn't write a lot of buy-sells, you know what they do? They have software to pull boilerplate language, and that's what's put in your buy-sell. So think about what you're paying for. Yes, they may be a great attorney. Yes, they may be your best friend. That's completely fine. Let's keep using them. But let's make sure that the language that's in there is appropriate.
0: You could have found the same boilerplate information online. That's
1: exactly right. Exactly right. And, And most likely it's not applicable (laughs) you know um i think i've told everybody about the time that i was rushing out of the united states so i said oh i'm gonna get online and try one of these legal document things and here i am i look at the stuff all the time and uh i got it and i disinherited my husband (laughs) what what mean to do that so you know it's it can happen it's not it's not the way it's supposed to be set up and you know the way we love to work and i will brag on uh, attorney that we use out of plano um he is awesome he's awesome number one because he prices like he's out of abilene not out of plano number two though is he is so team oriented And I love attorneys that are user friendly, team oriented because he knows his business well. He knows what he does well. But he doesn't hesitate to have our tax attorney say something. He doesn't in, in input that language right. or or talk with him about it. He doesn't hesitate to let the trustee have the input on, hey, I can't I can't work that trust if it's written that way. We may have problems with the kids. We need to maybe think about a different way. You know, and those are some wonderful things. When you've got people communicating on your behalf, it's gonna go a lot further, and right? We talk a lot during this show about
0: communication
1: that's right that's right and this is big you know so you know don't create a tax nightmare for yourself right it's it's not worth it it's not you you don't have to do it I think so many times we just think oh, I've got something and we set forget and you know in their case they were underfunded they were funded the wrong way (laughs) they the everything was set up incorrectly but it wasn't the fault of a professional it was a fault of a lack of a professional and I think that's the biggest thing. And yes, I am trying to sell Kennedy Financial Services right now because this is what we do. This is our ballywick. This is where we get our bang for our buck for our clients Is we make sure that they're taken care of and their spouses are taken care of at the end of the day. Their businesses are taken care of. They can focus on what's most important to them and live life on purpose, right? So we appreciate everyone listening to the show every week. Um, My name is Angela Kennedy Robinson right here in Eastland, Texas with Kennedy Financial Services. God bless everyone. Have a great week.
0: Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoandassociates.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author. May differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton and Associates, Incorporated, are registered investment advisor member FINRA/SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, Kennedy Financial Services, and Smart Money Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton and Associates, Incorporated.